If aliens turned out to be real, which they are, which sci-fi aliens would you hope they are not like? But those aliens, you don't want them to have a time-traveling advantage on you. It was enormous. It was a city block long on all three sides and five stories tall. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Drip Podcast. I'm joined by Lozzy. It's me and Lozzy this week. Hello. You're right, Lozzy. Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? You are right? Yeah, not too bad. I have got a burning question for you, though. Oof. Okay. How do you feel about aliens? I know you're sceptical about ghosts. I know you might not think the Bigfoot exists, even though he does. But aliens, come on, mate. Hey, out for, of for all the love of it, God. Out of all of it, aliens is my jam. Okay, excellent. That's the one thing I can get down with, you know? Good. I'm relieved. Because if, like, I can understand your logic behind ghosts and that. But if you said, no, God created one Earth, there's no aliens, the Earth is flat, space is a lie, we're the only thing in existence, I would have, I would have had issues because, like, come on, man, how expansive the universe is. There has to be something else. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at alien abductions. Nice. So on Q-Aura. Q-Aura? Is it Q-Aura or Cora, Q U O R A. But that might just Cora. be me. Yeah, yeah. Someone asked a great question. What oh, is it right. like to be abducted by aliens? And quite a few people answered. And interestingly, quite a few people answered anonymously, which I think ties into what Ronnie said back in episode one. Go check it out if you haven't already on Rendlesham Forest. There's career suicide. If you come out with this shit, it's getting better. It's definitely becoming more and more uh, um, accepted. But some of these answers are from four years ago, six years ago. When was this question asked? Good Lord. But before we get into that question, I've got another question for you. Fantastic question. Jesus. Okay, here we go. If aliens turned out to be real, which they are, which sci-fi aliens would you hope they are not like? Wow. That is Not like. That is good. The thing, the first thing that springs to my mind is the aliens from the Tomorrow War. Fuck that. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck that. Please, Chris God. Pratt. That's it. Great movie. Underrated, I felt. Amazon. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Yeah. So just remind the people at home of the creatures from, from Tomorrow War. They yeah. are incredibly ferocious. They, they're like a mix between, like, imagine like a, I don't know, like a dog on steroids to the absolute max, and they've got tentacles off. It's just horrible. It's just horrible. Yeah. They're really strong. They don't really go down with a lot of gunfire. They take, like, yeah. in the film, I think there's, like, I think the guns they carry have 50-gram mags, and they're just, like, dropping 12 mags in this fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, not, it's just not a good time. And they're fast. It's obviously... It's the speed and the ferociousness, you know? Yeah. Done in seconds. Yeah. I'll tell you what I wasn't going to answer with. I will still give the answer I was going to give, but one that you reminded me of. Uh, a film that has two names, uh, Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat by Tom Cruise, depending on what DVD you pick up. Did you know yeah, that? that? It's got strange. two different names. Yeah, strange. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie, though great movie but obviously their thing is that they can they can like go back in time can't they yeah yeah so you can never beat them yeah. because they know the scenario so they will live die 
go back, live past that point, die, go back, live past that point, die. How on yeah. earth do you beat that? Answer, you get infused with the goo and your name's Tom Cruise. Exactly. That's the only way. If you're not Tom Cruise, you're not getting out of that scenario. Yeah. But those aliens, you don't want them to have a time-travelling advantage on you. Definitely not. That's one thing so, aliens definitely don't need right now above us. Yeah. All the the technological. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just form space how they want. Brilliant. That's yeah. quality. OP as fuck. We don't want that. And then speaking no. of ferocious, this was what my original answer was going to be. And I think at home... Let us know in the comments. I think this is what a lot of people's answer was going to be. Uh, the Xenomorph from Alien. Yeah, that would be horrible as well. That would suck. Um, Honestly, with the with the Xenomorph, it's the mouth within the mouth that is the <laughs> thing that really just, just really disturbs me. And not as just the, the mouth within the mouth. It's the excess saliva around exactly, and inside yeah. the mouth around the mouth. That's it. There's no need. There's no need. It's just not, is there? And they're like, yeah, slippery, ferocious, but also stealthy when they want to be. It's not good. Yeah. No, it's not good. Not mix, not for survival anyway. No. So yeah. All right. Let's flip that for a second. If aliens turn out to be real, which they are, which sci-fi aliens would you hope they are like? I guess uh, the alien from, well, Paul. Oh yeah. 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 It seems funny enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. E.T. I mean, e. he looks he's pretty bit, cool. He looks nice. Bit, you know, but he's been he looked alive. kind, though, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He looks like he's been alive for like a millennia, but, you know, he looked kind. He seemed kind. Let me just, sorry, one second. I'm just going to mirror. There we go. I'm mirroring my camera so it looks like we're looking at each other because it's really weird that we're both just peering off. <laughs> to the right hand side for the for the video watchers uh, but for the audio listeners it makes no difference to your life whatsoever but we're glad you're here listening in but yeah uh, what else i'm trying to think of like when we say what we don't want them to be like obviously we're we're thinking about attributes that could kill us so I, when i'm when i'm thinking about this question i'm thinking what alien is out there which attributes would help propel us you know yeah i think well, maybe like us. a little yoda you know w yeah. wise just just wise just like you know helping us go forward i mean it take a lot longer to kind of understand what the fuck he's talking about because he's <laughs> yeah. such a riddle of way um yeah but yeah we would probably make some progress which is good yeah. i guess but other than that, just the friendly ones. Because um, I can't... Maybe that's actually a thing with all sci-fi movies. I can't actually think of a, a movie where aliens rock up and they're like, let us share our information. Apart from... Oh, what's the aliens which you never see? Oh, this is actually a massive spoiler for the movie. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, what's that movie? Ah, uh, the one where it's all about language, where they're trying to understand them. Oh, great movie language it's got forrest whitaker in it it's got hawkeye in it it's got lois lane in it is it the arrival arrival yeah now i'm not gonna give away what they give to humanity but they give something to humanity which helps us so yeah that's what i'm that's what you know it's kind of the way i'm angling it is how can we get 
the most out of these beings, you know? Yeah. At what and level then, of efficiency can we really achieve here with these yeah. aliens? And then the next question is, you know, and I'm not saying this is my question, and it's not. I'm not asking it. I'm just saying this is where it would lead. Right. How long would the alien race have to be around before we try and procreate? Honestly, the way society is at the moment, I'm I'm guaranteeing if aliens landed and came here, it would be seconds. <laughs> Second, there you go. Literally, step off the ship. There'd be some guy dressed as a stereotypical alien, just like, "Do you want to get down?" That's it. There we go. So let's know in the comments. What do you think? Right. Well, we, maybe what? they want to procreate with us straight away. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, there's that awful scene in uh, in the new Predator movie. Not Prey. That was a good one. But the Predator movie before that, where it turns out that the Predators are actually going around not just hunting Prey, like the cool, awesome hunters that they are, but no, they were like taking like genes from each one and kind of like making the ultimate specimen. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, terrible movie oh i saw have you seen prey i ain't seen that i haven't seen that film but i really uh, cool is prey that's the one on disney plus isn't it yes the recent one yeah yeah i haven't seen that but i have heard good things about it and it's getting a sequel nice prey no man's land set in world war Two. That's cool. Imagine, imagine you go over the trenches. You're like, I'm fucked. I'm going to get mowed down by a German on a fucking, I'm trying to think of a big gun from COD, like a light machine gun. And you MG get up 42. there. MG42. Right? You manage to dodge all the fire, and then you bump into something, and it goes like, and it's like all translucent. It's fucking Predator. You just get sliced up. I think it's a really cool, cool um, period it's, to I put like it that in. Concept, yeah. Very original, and obviously the thing with the predator is it only attacks if it's threatened or if it has, if if it's armed as such, and everyone's packing in yeah. France, nineteen forty-one, in the That's trenches and that. You know what That's I mean? It. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. But anyway, yeah, hey, that would be a cool alien. I get, but that would probably be one I'm hope that they're not like. Is oh, he yeah. Do you know what the do you know what the predator's species name is? No. Youcher. 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 That's the actual alien species name. Jesus. So you don't want it to be like a youcher. Definitely not. There you go. Um, right, let's get on with the uh ab- abandoned, abducted uh aliens. So obviously I can't verify any of these accounts. Um they're they're just person people's personal anecdotes or they could literally be making them up. But let's hope not. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And we're going to go with the first answer, which has uh, quite a lot of upvotes. And um, let's just have a look. Let's have a look, shall we? Have oh, a hang on a minute. Wait a minute. This one rings a bell. I think someone's emailed this to me, you know. <laughs> just well, taking it straight off, Cora. I think they're taking it straight off, right? What is it like to be abducted by aliens? I'm answering this anonymously as I have had and have a career where this kind of thing would have a very negative impact. I was abducted in 1980. We lived outside of the city in a fairly rural area. There had been recent reports in the newspaper of UFOs being sighted and power outages that people believe were related. 
As a crow flies, that was just a mile or two away down the tall, high-voltage power lines that ran next to our house. I've definitely received this one because it's weird. One night, I was having a wet dream and awoke to find that it was no dream. I really couldn't tell exactly where I was, but there was a device like a metallic tube about three or four inches across connected to my genitalia, and I kept... Uh, I've definitely, I've, I've definitely been emailed this. So, maybe it's the same person. Maybe it's a viewer. Be. Listen, maybe yeah. it's a viewer. Anyway, uh, this one's a bit vulgar. So Oops. buckle up, guys. All right. Uh, so basically, smart. he's got a device attached to his to his uh, junk, and it's doing what the junk does when right. when uh, consummation takes place. All right. Understood. Over and over, apparently. Right. There was a screen about three feet from my face and off slightly to the left of it. Uh, it was like a movie playing of a woman and I'd been seeing in my dream. It was a brunette straddling me and uh, procreating. This is nice. making... I, I want everyone at home to know this is making me incredibly uncomfortable. It's a family podcast. It is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was utterly terrifying, like completely insane horror. I say, like, you know, but if this was real, if this happened to this poor it's, gentleman, yeah, it's terrific. Right? This face then got right in my face. It looked like a demon, like a reptile, serpent, crocodile looking face. Yeah. Yeah. This has been emailed to me. So they've either ripped it from this very thing or uh, they're, a, they're a viewer. They're a viewer. I knew it. Uh, isn't it interesting, though, to think of an alien race of crocodiles? That is, that's not one of the first things that I think. You're like, oh yeah, that's no. that's going to be. An Especially alien. when you say reptilian race, that like you think, oh, you know, the royals are reptiles, the elites are reptiles. You don't think, you know, they pull that mask off and somehow a massive crocodile snout comes out. <laughs> yeah, straight away. You know, so, oh, we've been had. They're like we've using been... some matter-altering technology under a mask to stop their massive snout from coming forward. That's it. It would have to be some technology to stop that. It would, because crocodile yeah. snouts, they're long. That's it. They're if long. you ever played Skyrim, I don't know they're not crocodiles, but they, were they called the Aragonians or the Aragonians? Oh, yeah, Aragonians, yep. Yeah. They're the most hated race easily in that game. And you, now you know why, because they're the potentially aliens. That's it. And they're sexing people up, as this writer says. I knew immediately that it was trying to put me back into the dream. I fought mentally, but everything went back. Oh, everything went black, sorry. I woke up the next morning with eight little wounds around my genitalia. Right. It was in a pattern one would expect if they were bitten. Four on one side, four on the other. It was very sore for days. I had very clear scars about 30 years later. Do you know why I remember this email? Apart from, like, the, you know, yeah. reproduction stuff and the crocodiles... It's this next unnecessary sentence, right? Okay. Although faint, I can still see the remainders of the scars. And even in my late 50s, my sex drive is still like it was 38 years ago. No one... Listen, if you went through this, I'm sorry, mate. You know, good Lord. I'm so sorry that you went through this. But that was... No one asked, mate. No one asked for that last bit. Yeah, he just no one asked. Duck Dynasty trying to, you know... Get in, the, get in the swamps with the crocodiles. You know, what's he playing at? He's got a taste for a crocodile now. That's what he does. That's it. 
Only he is. Sentence though, to be yeah, fair. No, like, listen, you know, if that happened to you, fucking awful. But you ain't got to be like, look, even like thirty-eight years later, right? Listen, I'm still down for a shag, but you know, even just like I was when I was in my twenties. No one asked. Whoa, what? Uh, over the years, I've tried to reason this away and move on with my life as it applies to this issue. Uh, it's those scars that keep me from being able to live in the normal world like the other people. Where nothing behind the curtain of where there's nothing behind the curtain of daily reality. I cannot explain what happened to me. The only explanation I have is that it was an alien abduction. What I have learned in 38 years since it happened is that abduction continues for life. Before my mother died, I told her what happened to me. She told me similar stories of what happened to her and to my grandparents. To be honest, I'm almost ashamed and would never go public. I've had sightings in the years since. They no longer freak me out. I accept them as the insanity that is my life. I know I'm powerless. So in fact, we all are. If they wanted to kill me or otherwise harm me, they could have done many times. So there we go. Interesting how he doesn't think that they've harmed him. Yeah, they've they've deeply harmed you, dude. <laughs> they've done damage. They've done damage. The thing is, right, let's take this for what it is, right? So they're trying to get his seed. And these are crocodile alien creatures. So in the future, we could see human crocodile alien creature hybrids. Yeah. All based That's, from him is being... Is that a world you want to live in? I know. I don't, want to, I don't even want to think about it, to be honest. I'm fucking scared. Uh, you know, a UFO lands, that fucking hatch opens, you know, it's being broadcast to the world. And uh, a human crocodile hybrid... Walks they out. Start, they start taking more samples. I don't want to be milked. I don't Looting, want to. Rioting. The apocalypse, I'm telling you. That's it. Well, I'm now slightly concerned that all the emails I've got have just been ripped from Fiora. Um, <laughs> but then, if, like I say, if they, but then, you know, they've obviously seen the, maybe they've got an interest in UFOs because they've been abducted. They see the Rendlesham video. They see I'm doing a few alien videos. So they email me. It could be that. Could be that. Yeah. But it was verbatim what was written four yeah. years ago on this website. It's they a could have just been like, I can't be fucked. I've already said it. Bosh, there you go. Yeah, it's a control C, control V situation, I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. Not being based. But listen, if you're out there and you're listening, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Get some bio oil for those scars on your pee. <laughs> this video is brought to you by bio. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Uh, right. Next one. Do these all involve being in a sexual encounter with uh, aliens? Well, that wasn't really a sexual encounter. I might just quickly skip ahead just to quickly see um, I mean, if it has. I'm sure there's a market for that sort of material, but I don't know if you want to centre the podcast around that. Yeah, no, ideally not. Yeah. Ideally, I don't want it to be, um, you know. I've got, an, I've got a new candidate for what I don't want aliens to be if they exist and it's that fucking story there yeah let's let's i'll tell you what let's let's right i've 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 scrolled down randomly okay this has been updated four years ago so this was answering a different question it's related it's have you ever seen a ufo or been in contact with an alien being right when i was very young I had this imaginary friend that y that yet I never saw 
and couldn't describe her physical appearance. I said she lived in space. One night, my grandma and mother asked me to show them where she lived. I then walked to the bathroom and pointed out the window to then show them ladies, P-L-E-I-A-D-E-S, and said the word. I was maybe three or four years old at the time. I pointed, I believe, to one of the brightest stars and approximately said, that's where she lives. She said her home orbited one of the visible suns. Three or four years old. That's insane. Not something you expect from the mouth of a three or four year old. Definitely not. Of course, my mother later on told me that her and my grandma checked if that constellation was real and wondered where I got that from. I watched educational programming, but nothing at the time was very scientific. So a few months later, they asked me to show them again. I wasn't in the bathroom anymore, but another window and showed them. At that point, it alarmed my mother and my grandmother because it meant I was aware that the Earth was rotating around the sun and had the star change places when looking in the sky. They asked for her name. I approximately said, the closest to our language would be Katzo One. She said her language is hard to translate to ours. Some said I had a fertile imagination. I believed them. When I reached the age of seven or eight, the visiting of this entity stopped. Everyone confirmed it was a fluke and all was just in my head. So just quickly going back, I'm guessing um, Pleiades, P-L-E-I-A-D-E-S, must be a planet that we have since found. I think that's the a constellation. Stars. Yeah, I think it's yeah. and so she at three, four years old just gone, Pleiades, up there, mate. Very like, up. whoa, what are you? Hang on a minute. We've only got you watching in the night garden. What's going on here? <laughs> Crazy. But they're saying it's a fluke. I mean, to point to the right direction and name a constellation, if she's yeah. uninformed, there's not that that isn't a fluke. Okay. Uh, I grew up. It was around the age of 18 that I witnessed in the sky, along with many other people, a large white, almost blending with the clouds, a spacecraft that makes no noise and yet could move in many different directions. Drones weren't accessible back then, so it was an aircraft of some sort. A few years later, I'm walking with my great aunt, many trees on each side. All we see was a triangular shaped aircraft making this heavy and rumbling sound. It was very low in the sky and then in, the, in less than a second, it vanished. A few years later, I'm 30 years old, walking with my husband and twice over our house, we saw strange aircrafts hovering above our heads, this time high in the sky. I used my MapSky app that would have indicated any known aircrafts, but those remained unidentifiable. For the record, I live in the province of Quebec, Canada, in a very remote town. I always have, except for the first incident of seeing a UFO. I don't know if the things I've seen were in any way related to my experiences as a child. I don't know if my obsession with space comes from this imaginary friend I had. However, now I'm studying ufology to help me get answers to my questions, I feel quite alone and crazy at times because I feel like no one believes me. However, it happened to me, and I hope that one day I understand why. That's really interesting. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of UFO activity centered around her. But let's play devil's advocate for a second and say that she was identified by this alien race from Pleiades constellation by Katzo One, 
and they've just been keeping tabs on her across her life, which is why at the age of seven and 18 and 30, uh, she's seen UFOs in her vicinity. Yeah. Could be the case. What do you think about that one? That is, um, in the straight, the strangest part of that is probably the fact she could pinpoint a constellation of stars without having actually any prior knowledge of any of the stars or constellations or even know what anything it, like that is. Just point and then a there. few months later, do it again, point again, but in a different direction because the earth is moving. That is crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. Spooky. Obviously there's no, that's just, that is testimony. Yeah. From, that point of view so there is no like chance of it being cooperated unless it's by the family who were there at the time but yeah it's um strange at the very least Absolutely. especially it's like how old was she four three or four the first yeah. time when yeah that's crazy it i is. if i had a kid right and they were doing that shit at three or four not not it's not looking good, Brev. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be comfortable with that. Definitely. All. That whole imaginary friend thing terrifies me, mate. I won't lie to you. I won't lie to you. Lozzy, I'm just going to quickly send you a photo because basically this next... Well, it's not a photo. It's a drawing. So basically this next right. one I'm going to read out. I'm going to send it to you via WhatsApp. He's gone on, I believe, I haven't read the story yet, but I've scrolled down and seen he's drawn a picture. So I believe he's gone on and basically gone, right, I need to fucking draw what I saw. Right. So, again, have you ever seen a UFO or been in contact with an alien being? And Terry, who apparently is a best-selling author of Incident at Devil's Den, selling on Amazon right now, five years ago said, yes, yes, I have. In 1977. He's 23 years old. Air Force NCO stationed in rural Missouri. A friend and I planned a two-night wilderness camping trip to Devil's Den in NE, Arkansas. Interesting. So I'm guessing that this is related to his book, Incident at Devil's Den. Late on the evening of our first night out, we were discussing killing our campfire and going to the tent for the night. That's when my friend noticed three bright stars low on the western horizon. They were bright and formed a tight triangle. We were arguing about what it could be when it moved. It rotated as if on an axis and began an ascent into the night sky. It was a clear it was a crystal clear night with a billion stars. As this triangle climbed higher, it grew in size. The area inside the triangle was jet black, much darker than the surrounding night sky. As it passed over a field of stars, they would blink out and then blink back again when it had passed. We were not the least bit frightened. I recall a sense of calm washed over us. It was like sedation. We were camping on a summit in the meadow and this thing was headed in our direction. In a short while, it was directly over our heads. It was enormous. It was a city block long on all three sides and five stories tall, as large as an office building. There were light panels on each point that ran from top to bottom. There were hundreds of windows and about a third of them were brightly illuminated. We could see movement and shadows behind. It stopped and hovered in midair 30 feet off of the meadow floor. There were gaps, sorry, there are gaps in my memory and it doesn't play out in my mind as a seamless narrative, but rather diced up 
in vignettes of memories. We were on board this enormous spacecraft and standing frozen. All I could move was my eyes. There were small grey beings herding us about. I saw a taller grey entity, about six foot tall. He was humanoid shaped and seemed to be in charge of the things. They're like these little grey people. As I strained my eyes hard left, by happenstance he turned his head to the right and we locked eyes. In a millisecond I felt it was scanning me. I felt naked. It was like it knew all of my thoughts, plans and memories. Behind his eyes I could perceive nothing except intelligence. This thing was raw intellect. I was in no position or state of mind to engage in a dialogue. It was absolutely terrifying, so much so that 40 years on I still wake up screaming once or twice a year. We were transported back near our tent. We lay there watching this thing, afraid to move. It lifted off about, uh, it lifted off like a hot air balloon and went straight up. We were too scared to leave the tent until it had gone for half an hour. I left the Air Force and complete, completed college and law school. I made my living in law. This was a secret shared between my wife and I for 40 plus years. All our kids knew that dad had a bad nightmares and that was it. If I had stepped forward and announced what had happened to me, it would have been the end of my legal career. I retired as an assistant attorney general for the state of Vermont in 2012 and waited until 2018 to publish an account of what happened to us. I wrote a book, Incident at Devil's Den on Amazon. It tells the entire story and every word of it is true. Below is a drawing I made in 1978 of what we saw. Note the car and tent lower left for scale. So if you can, have you got that picture there, Loz? This is Look the picture that. that he drew. So this is what he saw. And down there you can see the, the, the car for and tent for, for scale reference. But yeah, so that's what he saw. Um, he described it. What did he describe it? It was basically a floating city. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. What do we think of uh, that one? I mean, that if I mean, he literally described it as like a block. Did he say like a city block long each side? Yeah, that's huge. That is massive. And like you said, he, he's drawn the um the car and the tents and the trees. To be honest, for scale, insane. I've, yeah, I find it fascinating how he described when he locked eyes with the creature. As it was nothing but raw intellect. Yeah. Like Interesting. It was, just, it, was just, it was just knowledge. Yeah. Like it was so superior mentally. Because that's the thing. Like that is the thing. If anything is going to get here, it has to be so intelligent. Or at least some form of the species has to be so intelligent to... Have clo- uh, to have um, you know done either long haul travel or interdimensional travel across space. Yeah. So you're talking about you know some intense, some intense intelligence, and the fact that he you know he, he felt like in an instant he was scanned, it knew everything about him and stuff. Um, absolutely incredible, incredible. I've just had a thought, right? What's that? You know, I said, oh, someone's emailed me this story. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I do so much content and all my content gets like mixed up. <laughs> About a month, maybe two months ago, I did a video, three disturbing alien abduction cases. 
and I'm right. pretty sure it was Qora. So basically, I'd already read that. Th- so it wasn't an email. I was literally oh, on Qora. I think I was on Qora for. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna mute it. I've just got the video. Yeah, it is. I'm literally. I'm. I'm literally on this fucking article. So basically, <laughs> I've forgotten that I've done that video, and then I've gone podcast idea. Yeah, alien. It's like I, I literally look at three of them, which must have been the first one. Um. So sorry if you've if you've watched three disturbing alien abduction cases. I appreciate you. Um. But yeah, I've evidently returned to a similar article, which has the same uh, thingy on it. But we haven't done the last two we've just done. I've never read those before in my life. Right. So yeah, I apologize for uh, flaming the emails there because uh, evidently it wasn't. But forgive me, I make so much content. Sometimes it gets mixed up in my head. It's going to happen. But I'm glad I've cleared it up, you know, for my own conscience. Yeah. I'm glad I've cleared it up. But yeah, let's well, go. It's good to know that you haven't got someone just posting you yeah. someone else's stuff to read out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. At least it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Unknowing. What's this? Okay, this is interesting. Or maybe not. It might be offensive. I don't really know. Because there's someone who said no and then done a massive paragraph, so it would obviously just probably be them being a dick about it. Right, okay. I could see how that could go um, awry. Yeah. You're always taking a risk by not proofreading, you know. But listen, it's exciting, isn't it? We take risks. We do. Spark, you know. Let's have a look at this one, shall we? This is Douglas. uh, Dougie. Dougie. As a 12th grader, so I'm guessing you're American, four friends and I headed into the countryside to finish introductory to marijuana and beer usage and the effects of see what you did there Dougie around 10 at night one guy yells out about floating lights which we all witnessed after climbing into a tree as it came towards us a loud sound like swishing noise started and the ground started to make blue sparkling lights in straight lines we didn't know if it was landing or what as we were freaking out As the lights grew bigger and closer, a new sound started up and we jumped out of the tree and into the car. In getting to the car, the UFO thundered above and sprayed something on us. Ooh, never heard that before. No. UFO spraying. We hit the road till it overtook us and the bright white lights turned into smaller yellow and red ones. We got out and watched a small Beechcraft-type aeroplane fly away. Then we realized not rain, but sprinklers had came on in the adjacent pasture. And one of my friends found after relieving himself on a barbed wire fence that it was also electrified, which made the blue sparkling lights, i.e. the wire shorting out on the wet grass. Yes, he did scream and we busted out laughing. I actually saw the flash travel upstream to his... Which made it sound on end. So hang on. So is he saying that everything had a logical explanation? Yeah, I think so. Right. Apart from them seeing the lights, I think. Unless I've completely misunderstood that. So where they get sprayed and then they saw like the sprinklers. uh, And the the flashing is the guy on an electric fence. Yeah. And the UFO is a beach plane. 
Ah, yes. Yeah, I totally forgot that. So we've been duped by Dougie. Yeah. Dougie boy. But then it's important. It's it's cool that, that he went through his process, though, because he's like, this is what I thought, but eventually we were given the answers. So I know I want to say I believe that UFOs are visited and I believe in alien abduction and I believe in aliens. I'm sure there are definitely some cases where people vehemently believe they've seen a ufo yeah whereas actually could have been a beechcraft type airplane are alien abductions real craig who is a close encounter researcher and mufon field investigator since 1996 says i can tell you that the phenomenon exists as a hypnotherapist i work with many close encounter experiences who uh, experiencers, sorry, who have had personal experiences of close encounters with them. I've seen the effect it has on people. The phenomenon is real. I cannot tell you what the phenomenon is. I do not know whether it is physical or not. I also do not know whether it is just one explanation or whether there are multiple possible explanations for it. There are countless cases in the literature, including some in our own case files in which an apparent encounter has left a physical trace in our world. In at least one case, this involved a burned spot on the lawn, broken branches, marks on a mirror, window furniture, etc. For those who say they would like to have an alien encounter experience, I would say be careful what you wish for. Many experiences who have undergone this ordeal tell me it is an ugly traumatic experience. If you have never had an abduction experience, consider yourself lucky. As the late Bud Hopkins once said, this is not a club anyone wants to belong to. If you have not had an experience during your lifetime, chances are pretty good that you never will. The phenomenon appears to follow people. That fraction of a percent of the population UFO researchers refer to as experiences. If you are not one of these few, then you will most likely never experience this phenomenon. It's interesting. It's interesting. And also, you know, if they are uh, gathering knowledge on us and stuff, it would make sense. You know, we do it in science where, you you know, you take sample, then there's change, and you take a sample from the same yeah. individual or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe they are. They're just tracking certain people throughout their life, doing tests on them seeing what changes, seeing what happens with our aging process and things. I don't know. Potentially. But it's very haunting, that. It's not a club you want to be in. Consider yourself no. lucky. No, they do, they do make, or he does make the experiences of being abducted or being studied or whatever. Not a good experience. Uh, not something yeah. I'd want to be part of, to be honest. No, certainly not. Certainly not. I, I, I'll i happily see a UFO, but I don't want to be abducted. I did not want no. to be abducted. You know, I want to meet a ghost. I would even have a little tussle with a demon. But I don't <laughs> want to be abducted by an alien. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? I feel like, because with demons and ghosts and ghouls and all that sort of stuff, you kind of, you kind of know or you kind of expect even if it's just through like films or people telling you what happens, hearsay, all that usual stuff, you kind of you know what to expect. What yeah. they're going to be? They're either going to be demons that or ghosts that don't 
want you harmed or they want to harm you. But with aliens, you have no idea what their intentions are because they are, in the word, alien to us. Yeah. They they could use you for probing you and just, you know, taking samples from you or, you know, taking your seed like we had in the first story. Or they could just be benevolent. You don't know. Well, the thing is, because obviously we don't understand everything in the universe, they could have a purpose for us that we can't even contemplate. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we could be literally created or started off by the aliens to literally manifest into what we are now and carry on going for generations and generations until they're ready to use us. So, yeah, yeah, we need uh, some sort of human-ish kind of thing. So we plant the seed now, get that started, and then, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, in a couple hundred thousand years, come back and see what's happened, and then we can use them for what we really want to use them for. Yeah. Which is cattle. What about if, like, kind of on the lines of that, if they got to a point with their own species where it's like, okay, if we put certain genes into a species, right? So say, for example, ours would probably be violence, yeah? They're like, what if we go to a planet that supports life, inject our DNA into a mammal that's suitable, like an ape, but then have this this kind of one thing that they're all about. Like, we're clearly about violence, right? We're a very, very violent species. We destroy everything, basically. And then they just leave us. It's all, it's all like a science experiment. So rather than, like, them working on, you know, weaponry and stuff, it's like, right, let's go fucking seed a planet and get them to do it and, and visit them and just see what they make, yeah. to see what they come up with. Because there is, and I've said it so many times, you know, after we split the atom and we dropped the nuke, there was an exponential increase in the amount of UFO sightings. So yeah. maybe it's like, oh, shit, what have they done there? Oh, that's interesting. They've done it like that. Okay, sweet, we'll have that. Right, off we go. And then we they piss off again until we do something significant. And then they come back and they're like, oh, cool. So they've done this now. And then they go again. And then there'll be another planet where they're like, right, let's, let's fucking instill in their minds peace and love and then just see what they fucking create and then off you know but we 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 got the uh the war one yeah very much Could so. be the case because it really wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't surprise me if aliens rock up one day and it turns out that they are we are partially them you know they have if you've seen the start of prometheus where yeah. he like fucking boils down to his DNA and drops in and then all the amoebas kind of take over and shit. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if it, if we've got that kind of scenario going on, you know. Potentially. Because we're so much more advanced than anything else on this fucking planet. There's like, a, there's like a skip. You see evolution and then it just fucking skips exponentially to our consciousness and it's just like, hmm, bit weird that one. Yeah, we've kind of skipped the queue. In terms of advancing, yeah, just because all manner bi- of things, really. Yeah, because biologically, we're not at the top of the food chain. No, but we know how to make guns and weapons, and so now we are. Yeah, you know, 
if it weren't for our intelligence, well, I don't know if we'd be extinct because apes are still around. But do you know what I mean? We it wouldn't it wouldn't be great. No, wouldn't be a good time. There wouldn't yeah, be many of us. No, for sure, certainly not, certainly not. But yeah, no, it's, it's an interesting thought to to leave it on. But um, but yeah, if you've been abducted by aliens, email me, and I promise I won't get you mixed up with the Cura, uh, article. Apologies for that, guys. It might be a bit demoralising. I was going to send my um my email in, but he's just roasted this fucking guy who sent this email in. I probably won't bother. Yeah. Please, it turns bother. out it wasn't even an e- it wasn't even an email. Yeah, it weren't. It's just a mistake. But it was fun. It was fun. At the end of the day, when I said it in my video, I was by myself, so I went over it with you and uh, discussed it with you. So different perspective. Exactly. Exactly. Go. So. Uh, yeah, that reminds me of a video idea that I have. But anyway, that's that's irrelevant. Um, right, thank you for joining me and Loz this week. Whether you're listening, whether you whether you're watching. I did mean to say at the start of the episode that, you know, we're on all the podcast platforms, Apple Pods included. So you can listen to us on the road. Um, but obviously watch us as well. You may have noticed that this episode came out at a different time. It was supposed to be Wednesday at 5 a.m. We're now doing them Tuesday evenings because it's still there for for Wednesday morning if you want it for your commute. But I just felt like the video version kind of was suffering going out at 5 o'clock in the morning. So I thought we'd, we'd set it back a little bit and we'd go out the evening before. All right. So thank you so much. Appreciate it. And uh, Lozzie, thanks for joining. Enjoyed it. Along. And uh, yeah, we will see you very soon. We still haven't decided. Uh, we need to get an outro sorted because we can't do that. Yeah. Because that's ghosts only. And when we're sat here doing aliens, it just makes no sense. Yes. In the comments, let us know an outro. All right. Sweet. Cheers, guys. See you later.